Welcome to Juicing Bananas, the comedy food podcast dedicated to reviewing meal kit delivery services. We will wrestle anything that shows up on our doorstep. I'm Megan Ortega. And I'm Aubrey Stark. And today we are wrestling Sun Baskets recipe Korean bulgogi salad with daikon and cucumber. But before we get our hands on that, Aubrey, how are we doing today? Oh, Megan, I am doing pretty well. I'm worried about that glint in your eye. Why? You know. Mischievous? Yeah. I feel like you might be up to something. And you don't have any show notes here, so uh, that makes me concerned that you're keeping it a secret. Oh, no. This is a off-the-cuff, just whatever, come what may. That maybe is why I'm worried, then. Oh. Uh, so, you said bulgogi? What? I, I say bulgogi, because it's more fun. Did I say bulgogi? You did. Bulgogi. Is it bulgogi? I have no idea. Oh, we got to check. Should we ask the oracle? I, I hope that it's bulgogi because it's, I don't know, rolls off the back of your tongue better. Bulgogi. 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 I wonder if that audio is going to get picked up in the recording. I think it will. Oh, I hope it does. Don't you think? Well, we'll find out. Pretty sure. <laughs> Leave that window up so we can, we can just press that anytime. that in there. Will do. I think that's a load of... Bulgogi. <laughs> <laughs> little delay. <laughs> just... I like how this little app has, like, someone's mouth yeah. like a picture of someone's mouth so we have the oracle up which is google <sighs> and why do you call it that in, the oracle is a different software company i typed in <laughs> bulgogi pronunciation and now it has like an animated very very simple line animation of somebody's nose mouth chin and then like a blue background yeah and it like the whole thing's blue the person is blue is it for if you're like learning lip reading? Maybe, <laughs> but like it's an animated. I don't think that's a real thing. Like, Here, let's watch it again. Bulgogi, bulgogi. Yeah, and then the f- mouth moves, and there's like t- white teeth with red tongue. Weird. It's super weird. That is weird. Um, I'm sure that we're probably offending, like, uh, somebody it, it, I, I, all the it's, time. It's probably for like accessibility things it might be yeah just worst um i mean there's always going to be things that we don't understand (laughs) that's true and we apologize if we're offensive to groups of people uh i don't i don't think we are that offensive just because we're saying that that looks silly do you think that apple podcasts or that podcasts in general like do you think that People who would be lip reading bulgogi on Google have any way of like listening or otherwise intaking the content of the podcast apps without like, unless your podcast has a video podcast, then there's not really any way for like the fully 100% deaf to consume that content, right? Unless you have a video podcast where they can lip read. Um, I, uh, I don't know what type of closed captioning capabilities 
right. like Apple Music or like Apple Podcasts might have, or maybe some other service. Like maybe they can like plug in. Right. Yeah. Curious. Interesting. Yeah, you're probably right. Actually, there are probably um, apps that like that's what they do is they take audio content and they create it into closed captioning. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, they're better at it than Siri is. My Siri is the worst. Also, having a dog named Data, like she doesn't know what that is. Siri. Yeah. Data doesn't know what Siri is. No, Siri doesn't. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's a dog. <laughs> Data knows what Siri is. Data knows everything. She's so smart. Uh, this is Aren't you nauseating. the smartest, you wooby booby doggy? Oh, God, <laughs> this episode is going off the rails right off the bat. Uh, but you know what time it is? Because you're petting your dog. Bulgogi. <laughs> no, it's time for the Data Bite of the Week. Data Bite. Megan, what is your data bite of the week? Which is a little segment where we talk about the best bite that we had this week that wasn't from a meal kit delivery service. It wasn't. No, my data bite of the week was not from a meal kit delivery service. I'm going to say... Yeah, I'm going to say a quick shout out to our good friend, Brooke, who Brooke. May, may or may not listen to this podcast. Hi, Brooke. <laughs> I, I, Brooke. I don't think that she does, but... I mean, I had recent evidence that she doesn't, but maybe we'll keep too, pressuring her into it. She's too busy and frankly too cool. Like, Yeah, she is. Weird. I mean, no <laughs> offense to any of our listeners. middle-aged. But... <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> Uh, but this is garbage. I don't know why anyone listens to it, really. A big uh, <laughs> gratitude and shout out to Brooke because she made me dinner this last week Oh, while I was at the house working and it was a late night and it was cold and we had, I think that that was the time that we had finished. She helped me work on the stairs, re- right. replacing the stairs. And so we worked all day together in the rain. Lesbian power. All of power us day. were wet and tired and you know, dirty. We weren't miserable. We had a good day. But you got a damn fine stoop built. Yes, we did. Um, and then Let's at the end this. of it, she went home and made me uh, Chinese stir fry type food. And a I came sweetie. over and we had a great meal together. Yeah. Just I think that's my data bite of the week. And it was actually like this meal was so satisfying. So she was going to make it with noodles. And then she found out that I think the noodles were not gluten-free so she made it with rice instead i think that's right. what happened she didn't say but it was ended it like up a being with rice oh no no it was like, like a stir fry oh okay yeah like veggies and like sriracha sauce or something like it didn't just taste like sriracha though because you know uh. how sometimes you make stir fry and then you top it with sriracha and it's just like oh yeah sriracha like, for dinner that is what the taste is like yeah that like that's dominates why the... i go off and on because like I love putting it on stuff, but it's sure. just, it ketchupifies. Right. It, like, like sriracha is like our generation's ketchup or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's hipster ketchup. So it wasn't like that though. And it was like each bite had like 
it was like every bite was consistent and flavorful, but each bite had like a little surprise and none of it was oh. unpleasant. And so it Gotta was have like a little je ne sais quoi. Yeah. It was like maybe a quarter of all the bites were like real spicy. And then like a quarter of the bites had this like excellent vegetable texture that like, I'm not sure what vegetables she put in it. I was not there for the cooking of this meal. I you just showed even, up for the eating. You couldn't even tell what vegetables they were? No, I think there they was like amorphous. some broccoli Root. and maybe cauliflower and maybe some carrot. Like, I don't know. There were, there was a, there was a combination. A medley. And not necessarily vegetables that I usually cook with. And so it was like a little different, you know, than I would have had. It's yeah. so refreshing to eat somebody else's cooking. Like that's a COVID thing. Yeah. Like we're, we don't eat other people's cooking right now. We're totally in our own. And that's All funny because are. whenever I think of like broke, like hanging out in the kitchen with her, like uh, it, it really like I have vivid memories of um, like watching her, like dice up things oh, and being like, Oh, I wouldn't dice it like that. But Hey, it's awesome. It's I mean, still that's great. how I am with you. It's just, Oh yeah. I'm still sure. to this day. Really? What, yeah. what do I do? That's like weird. Or like, you're to like, me, what the hell is that she I, doing? Something that I've had to like get over <laughs> is, okay, hit me. and I'm, I'm over it. Like I'm fine with it now, sure, but yeah. I thought that it was weird. And I still sort of do is that you, so both onions and garlic, uh-huh. You chop it inconsistently. And so they end up being different sizes. So your like finished product isn't diced. It's like sort of this like chopped up, like. Yeah, you know I do. What I, mean? I, it's because I don't have the patience or like you also dexterity. Don't, like, I hate you doing don't onions have, and garlic. Yeah, so it's, you don't I, have like, respect for the alliums. <laughs> Mm-hmm. what yeah you just hit me with some real techno yeah babble what what is it? alliums they're from aluminiums the, uh, no no the british I, I think that's i think aluminium is a metal yeah allium is the family that Bless both you. onions and garlic and chive and wild onions and um you know those oh i think yeah, am yeah, I right? yeah am i saying it right yeah anything that like um has that like long green stalk oh like, wait coming out allium yeah allium is the latin word for garlic and the type species for the genus is allium sativum which means cultivated garlic um wild leeks chives lower classifications <sighs> we're getting into the um, and allium is also allium weeds here yeah allium I, is also this plant that my mom grows do you recognize this with oh the big i purple do ball? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then like, look at this. This is, this is just chive flowers. These are, and that's what I look for. Like, if I'm out uh, backpacking and foraging, like, yeah, if you're gonna wild put onions, onions, if you're gonna like, put onion in your dinner, yep, yep, that's you're in what the I'm country. looking for. Exactly. Wow, mm-hmm. very cool. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm not sure if there's a lookalike for wild onion, but we should. I think there might be a toxic plant that looks like wild onion. Uh oh. <laughs> that you've well, never consumed, apparently. I, uh, <laughs> Hooray! Haven't had it yet. Okay, so that's uh, my data bite. What about you? Oh boy, thank you for asking. My data bite is probably. 
Wow. This is a tough one because I haven't had like I know a lot of non meal kit food Truly. in the last little bit. Is it because I ordered twenty five <laughs> meal kit boxes oh in one week? Oh my god, there's so <laughs> many the fridge packed. And I I it is hope that it doesn't like with brown paper bags. We have to like seriously eat two a day. We're in literally order to eating two to three sure meal kits a day. That they don't, don't go bad. Go bad. Mm-hmm. And we already like I feel like we're already racing the clock. Go bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We knew this was going to happen months and months ago. Did I was it, like, someday, I, someday we? we're going to receive four of these in one week. And instead it was five. But we knew this was this day was coming. There's um, no way for me to keep track of all the things. No. I need a personal How assistant. Data? I think we all need a personal assistant. Um. Oh, I wish Data could be my personal assistant. She'd be terrible at it. Opposable thumbs. <laughs> I know. Just really... Fucking monkeys took my thumbs. <laughs> Let's make that a t-shirt. We should. <laughs> and it, it's just That's like, from a book. Who I'm, has two thumbs? I'm quoting a book. <laughs> oh, like, not no. this guy. Oh, poor uh, Data. Put Data on a t-shirt <laughs> and say, fucking monkeys took my thumbs. <laughs> uh, okay, Data Bite of the Week. Right. Um, I am going to go with a real classic. Oh, yeah? Like, this is the simplest uh, little snack food. I need something right now. And it's simple, like a little quesadilla. Oh, uh, we have those flour tortillas that mm-hmm. are like the, like the taco mid, size, like, yeah, mm-hmm. the small ones. And they're like a little bit fluffier. Mm-hmm. They are and fluffier. Yeah. Just having like a little quesadilla in the middle of the day. Yeah. A uh, little Tabasco on there. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. That is like a Data great a simple snack. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's probably better if it's like corn for gluten, right? Well, no, gluten is not good or bad. It's just, for me, I feel better if I don't eat it. Right. But it's not, you know, it's not that if you eat gluten, it's a bad thing. Going to the bad place. <laughs> no, not at all. I That's one of the things that I'm learning in my food therapy is just that, like, food is neither good nor bad. It's not, like, not villainizing food. Tell that to a radish. Being careful to not villainize a food. Instead, like, eating... Like risotto? (laughs) Risotto, so good. The devil's polenta? So good. (laughs) Good. We do have polenta coming up. That shrimp scampi with polenta. I am super looking forward to that that meal. Not risotto. Polenta. uh, Polenta. Yeah, you're looking forward to that meal too. You I said am. so. Take it back. I take it back. Yeah. So once we're done recording here, we're gonna go out and go agate hunting oh, on the beach yes, we are. that we're very fortunate to be able to live by right now. Yeah. Still, uh, we came back to house sit again and uh, have access to. Do our listeners the know shoreline. that we're house sitting? Um, I can't remember what we've, what we've I told think you guys. I think that we did share that yeah. at one point. Yeah, maybe. But, oh, and anyway, we that was our beach. data bite of the week. Thank you oh, yeah, for listening. That's right. We're done with that. <laughs> data bite of the week.
Um, yeah, we're going to go agate hunting later. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait. Mm -hmm. So let's get into the meal. Okay. I, I, let's do it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, so read, read me off that. Yeah. Yeah. Korean barbecue in salad form? We're into it. For a mouth-watering dish, cook your choice of protein in our special bulgogi, bulgogi, which one bulgogi. was it? Bulgogi. Bulgogi sauce blend made bulgogi. with fish sauce, garlic, and our secret ingredient. Wait, they gave their secret ingredient away. Grated kiwi. Yep, this fuzzy little fruit works its magic by quickly tenderizing your protein and adding a refreshing balance of sweet tart flavors. My mouth is like going wild right now. My <laughs> sorry, so sorry, just cringe. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Lip smacking. Um, so that is Sun Basket's uh, description of this meal: Korean bulgogi salad with daikon and cucumber. And turns out the secret sauce is kiwi. You know what? I didn't know what daikon even was. Really? Until like maybe a couple years ago. Like since mm -hmm. I met mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've gotten daikon in our CSA box during the summer sometimes. And you know what? I think that it makes this meal a pretty rad dish. Oh, gross. <laughs> Bulgogi. Um, so a little backstory on this. Aubrey, you cooked this meal alone. I did. I did not help with this meal. I don't so, remember what I was doing. Probably drinking and no. eating, <laughs> eating ice cream in the I, other room. Watching, I was trying watching to Outlander. Be, I was trying to be a thoughtful partner. And I was like, oh, when Megan gets home from work, she's going to have a nice meal prepared. That's so nice. And, well, I mean, we're 11 episodes in. And this is the first time I've cooked for you. So. Cooked alone? Really? Uh, Oh, um, I think I've only cooked one meal alone for you. Yeah, for or the for meal us kits. to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah it was it was a. <laughs> it kind of went off the rails a little bit. It did a tiny bit. Uh, but tell us, tell us about the cooking experience. Yeah. So. I I thought that this was going to be a little bit easier than it was. Okay. Uh, just because it does look pretty simple. Yeah. It looks super simple. Mm -hmm. Like it's a one dish meal. It's not like there's like multiple different things. It's not like the yep. protein and then the potatoes and the, like it's all in one bowl, a bowl of Korean goodness. Yeah. Um, and so ju just real quick, the ingredients, can I just run through kind of what's oh, in yeah, this? Please. Yeah. So, so the, and I'm just looking at the picture here. Um, so there's romaine lettuce with thinly sliced daikon and a thinly sliced red cabbage. Uh, it looks like there's some cucumbers, green onions, and then it's topped with this bulgogi uh, meat. And then there's some kind of like creamy dressing type sauce that's poured over the top. Yeah. I think that it's actually more that sambal mayo. It is. Yeah, it looks like it is. Yeah. So there are a handful of other ingredients in there, but those are, that's, you know, that's the picture. Bulgogi. Bulgogi. I like about other meal kits is uh -huh. that they, when they have the ingredients list, they have a little picture. 
uh-huh. of the ingredient. Right. And this just has the ingredients like listed out like on the side of the little, on the inside right. side of the little So once cue card. again, returning to this conversation, because I know we've talked about this before, but Sun Basket, their, their little instruction card is completely different than like a quote unquote normal meal kit delivery service. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's not like out of this world. No, <laughs> like, it's not. So it's just, strange. it's set up but, a little bit different. And yeah. most of them have a lot of like pictures of the ingredients and then pictures of the steps that you take. Yeah. And Sun Basket features generally one picture of the finished meal. And then the rest of it is like black and white typing with a little bit of graphic design. Yeah. So it's, there's, yeah. Um, so maybe I'm just too used to seeing the picture and relying on that Might be. to like correct yeah. But well, and this, like, we could go into a whole conversation about like adult learning styles too. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, the pictures, the, the pictures are on there for a reason because, like, yeah. research shows that if you give people the information in a thousand different ways, then more people are able to learn it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Experiential learning, like, yeah. adult learning behaviors. Totally. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not, not as sharp as uh, 20 year olds nowadays. Well, we are. We end. just learn in all different ways. That's oh, okay. okay. It's okay to be accepting of your learning style. Mm. I'm just going to pat myself on the back. There here. you go. Good job. Yeah. Show yourself a little love. <laughs> a little bit of love. <laughs> What's that? Uh, uh, anyway. Um, what? I, I was thinking about the affirmations SNL skit. You're good and you're... People oh. like you. Is that from SNL? Yeah. No, that's from that guy. It's like Phil Hartman and uh, no, Michael that's Jordan. A real, that's a real that guy. Skit. That's a real person who does that. Or not Phil You're, Hartman. What it's is that uh, saying? My sister used to have that on her mirror, and I loved it so much. I think my mom wrote it on her mirror, and I loved that so much. You're, uh, you're smart. You're funny and gosh darn it people like oh no yes. i'm smart yes. i'm funny and gosh darn it people like no, me. no i'm pretty sure that originated in snl i don't think so really are they spoofing no on i'm something? pretty sure they're spoofing on something uh. <laughs> yeah uh well you look that up i'm just gonna talk about the meal a little bit more so bulgogi uh the direct translation is fire meat and that just uh is really appealing because I just like the spice. Gotta have it. And uh, so I'm going to go through the instructions a little bit and kind of talk about where I went wrong. <laughs> um, Bulgogi. So first off, you... Nope, you're right. <clears throat> yes. It's from Stuart Smalley. A fictional character created and performed by the comedian and satirist Al Franken. The character originated on the television show Saturday Night Live in a mock self-help show called Daily Affirmations with Stuart Smalley. It first aired on the show's February 9th. We're going to have to go back and watch this. This is from 1991. So, yeah, this is like perfect, the perfect timing for when my mom wrote that on my sister's it's so funny that she like put an snl like (laughs) yeah but it's like spoof on it but it's like true so it's okay so the actual so genuine the actual quote is i'm good enough i'm smart enough and doggone it people like me and that is i love that so much that's so evocative of like 
your family. It is. In like a... In like a genuine, real way. Yeah. yeah. Like... <laughs> like we watching are so something supportive. And instead of being cynical or like mm-hmm. seeing the hilarity and the cheesiness, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that is a great saying. They do that though. And they can see it, but it's also like, <laughs> we're going to take this for, for real. And I probably don't give <laughs> your mom enough credit in like texts. Because I... Oh, my mom in text is, like, not always, like, super spot on. That's... Uh, I mean, that's more or less fair. I mean, this there might be a little texts. hacky, but she... Yeah, it's... It's like she's willfully trying to uh, look past the joke or the... Sometimes, yes. <laughs> yes, there are times when it's like I am blatantly content. making a joke and my mom is like, no, we are not joking <laughs> this about is this. serious texting only. <laughs> Yeah, that happens. Um, also, I could be totally wrong about this whole thing written on the mirror. I wonder if my mom did it or if my sister did it, because my sister was also real into Saturday Night Live for a while. Oh, boy, just making up memories. Just making here. up memories. It's a possibility. That's a that's a real possibility. Just own it next time. Just be like, just be like oh, this, yeah. This is what happened. And every morning... Uh, when we were waiting by the bus, she would look in the reflection of the window and say, gosh, darn it, people like me. Yeah. My sister staring off <laughs> the chin with the hand, the fist under her chin. Franking it. Franking it. Um, okay, so back to... Um, <laughs> yes, back to Bulgogi. Uh, after you prep the meat, um, so after you prep the meat, <laughs> uh, the first, um, uh, instruction that got me was grating a kiwi. Yeah. Have totally. you ever grated a kiwi before? Never, never have I ever. You know, I don't know how they envision this going, uh, because the kiwi that they sent, it really wasn't uh firm enough interesting it was it was way too softy yeah and so i so it just mushed put it uh, yeah i put it up to the uh box grater and and then it just like disintegrated into the bowl just like squished into (laughs) metal i was basically (laughs) just juicing the kiwi yeah and i was like it worked doing but i kept like (laughs) doing it grating it because i i don't know you know what it turned Uh, out great yeah it, it was fine it was just it's a weird step did you get that at all you just skipped over that that's great got it okay, okay. recognize me <laughs> i see you you know what i think i'm good enough i'm smart enough and duck on it people like oh, me i thought you had the audio for that and i was gonna like no really that would have been great it. um yeah so it just dribbled out of the box crater, and it was less strips and just sludge. I wouldn't you know? expect a kiwi to really be strips. I think probably sludge is what they were going for. Kiwi sludge. Yeah, but why Why go to the hassle? Like, I don't know. That was a weird that was Like, a weird why experience. dirty the dish when you could just, like, yeah. squeeze it in your fist <laughs> and like, have it fall yeah. apart? Because it probably would have gotten less messy by doing that. What if the that? kiwi did come as, like, kind of a firm fruit? Then you would need to grate it. I suppose so. Yeah. 
And like everybody is probably going to choose a different grater to use. So like some people are going to use like the cheese grater and other people are going to use the like Parmesan side. Micro you know? plant. Like yeah. Micro the like grater. micro grater, whatever. Uh, so like you got to just kind of like, that's that least well, common denominator, right? They specify like the smallest um, grate. Like, oh, so they were saying, like, basically just sludge this thing. No, like, they were saying. Sludge the kiwi. They were, like, I don't know. It came across, like, they were expecting it to be strips. Okay. Anyway, well, you were expecting it to be strips. Uh, the very next step is mixing in the bulgogi sauce. Oh, this is uh, right. Into the kiwi sludge. This. That's right. And I fucked that up. <laughs> Um, I don't know how I fucked up <laughs> putting one ingredient in with the other, but right. I was, you know. You put it in with something else, though, right? I was in the zone, and so I You were in a different zone, though. You were in a different zone than this one. <laughs> I absentmindedly uh, stirred it into the sambal mayo. Huh. Oops. Whoopsies. Whoopsie do. Uh... Yeah, I, I'd like to think that it was, like, a negligible effect on, like, the final product. Yeah, I mean, but if it wasn't the secret ingredient, then probably I it know. Was. Like, I, I'm worried that it was supposed to really cook with the meat in order right. to, like, get some acid. And, like, change like, the way reaction that it... Reaction or something. Mm -hmm. <sighs> so. This is the kind of thing where you would have to have two of these meals side by side and do them differently to see if it made an impact. Right. Uh... So what else, what other oh. major ingredient did you leave out? Yeah, I, <laughs> so I, I still cook the meat with the bulgogi sauce. Yeah. The bulgogi sauce just didn't have the kiwi in it. Right. Um, and, oh, I forgot the romaine lettuce. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 I think that I looked for it at some point and right. then I like, I didn't see it just glancing in the fridge and then I did something like, else. Nope, not here. And then I forgot like, yeah. So ADD. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, the, so the dish was the missing the romaine lettuce. Sure. And honestly, I think that it was better for it. I mean, we don't know, but I, it was amazing without it. I think that that lettuce would have just like, created some like limp uh lettuce green mm -hmm. like it was just like addition. additional roughage yeah that uh, it so the way that it was it was more like a slaw and then it had the because it had the cabbage still yeah and it had those daikon the thinly sliced daikon radishes yeah and uh, i like to imagine that like Romaine lettuce is a completely like inauthentic ingredient to Korean food, but I, I don't know. So, but who knows? I don't know if like yeah, they have a type of lettuce that they like. I just That's don't know enough about the, their cuisine. Sure, so. me neither. Um, but in terms of that salad, oh, I just love the freshness. It so was, did I. I, and I'm a sucker for like a caprese salad mm -hmm. and things like that. Like it, not just in the summertime, like all year round, I could just really go for that fresh, crisp. Oh, yes. Goodness. Yes. 
Um, and this like really, really evoked that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this salad, the daikon was so, I mean, it was, it wasn't just like crunchy and fresh. It was like crisp. Like those, and those daikon radishes are known for how well they store through the winter. And so who knows where this thing came from? It could have been dug up like two weeks ago. Right. It might be super fresh, but it, it felt it in the mouth it was so fresh and crunchy and radish in the mouth it was good real good uh and it was a big daikon like they are big like they don't come small actually a little too like it kind of threw off the proportions because a cucumber like i didn't didn't have as much cucumber in there but i thought it was really good uh well we had leftovers of just a daikon right that's true i ended up tossing yeah after like you also mentioned days, so. that you thought that you uh that you thought that you had sliced the daikon too thickly oh like, yeah i think this, that it would have been a lot better if it was just a little bit thinner mm-hmm. and yeah had more of like a i thought it was good but the daikon was of a good enough quality that it was like crispy and like you know yeah but i do think that if it had been th- sliced thinner that it would have like mixed into that slaw a little bit more instead of being like chunks of it yeah um but it almost calls for like a what do you call that a mandolin the those like really thin slicers it almost could have gone that way yeah yeah which i wouldn't imagine these meal kit delivery services to require a mandolin no, you know these no. are really because they so are many people so are simple. not gonna have a mandolin right handy yeah we don't own one uh, there's one here where we house it but we don't own one ourselves right yeah uh-huh. um and i think that that is all i have for prep it was uh yeah really simple after that you just yeah throw everything in the bowl and yeah why am i it was uh, great. I made sure to use all of the, all the sambal, all the bulgogi, like all the spices got in there. And um, I could have even gone for more actually, but it was, yeah. Yeah. More what? Sauces? And- more like uh, heat oh. in the, in the bulgogi. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. actually make it fire me. It wasn't really fire mm-hmm. me. It was like, it was like, hmm. Yeah. Temperate meat. Right. Yeah. You're right. I think I could have gone for a little bit more like hot. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like a recurring theme for us. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. So you and I, um, have we talked about our heat preferences? Maybe. Anyway, we'll do it again. So Aubrey, um, Aubrey regrets spice. What's that now? When you eat really spicy (laughs) food. Oh, I you do regret, regret eating, uh, well, especially it's, like red chili peppers. For some reason, they just yes. fuck up my stomach. Well, and things that lean towards, like, I think about spice in, like, cultural, uh, like, cultural realms. So, like, yeah, you like do a jalapeno. fine. Yeah, like, jalapenos are more towards, like, this, like, Spanish yep. cuisine. And then there's, like, the Thai chili peppers. And, like, you can do better with the, like, Asian food heat and I, I do better with the like Spanish food heat Ortega I can literally eat jalapenos and be totally fine they don't mess up my stomach I love the way they taste like you know and I'm not that I'm not awesome. one of those people who like 
you know, eats hot food just to like prove it and be a man or whatever. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I think it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, that'd um, be a long road to. But like <laughs> when you eat jalapenos, you regret it for several days. Um, like your stomach, it like churns your stomach. Yeah, it it ruins. Like I can't have like jalapeno poppers. I or right. You know, or like lots of jalapenos on your pizza, like I do. Oh, jalapenos on pizza is so good. Like, Mm -hmm. I love the taste. I love that flavor, but I cannot do it. It does not, no. Yep. My body does not want it. Like, I will, I think Mrs. Renfro stopped making jalapenos, or at least we can't find them in our area anymore. I know they were the best ones. Uh, But like, that's a favorite nighttime snack for me is jalapenos and cheddar cheese. What? I will eat them Nighttime straight. Nighttime snack? Mm-hmm. That is a that is a gut punch of a straight, snack. Straight out of the jar. Just jalapenos Damn. and cheddar cheese. Yeah. Look at the big big twitches. buds on. Yes. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not doing it for like you know it's the middle of the night. Nobody knows that I'm doing it. I'm not doing it for recognition, people. Yeah. I'm not announcing this on my podcast for recognition. Megan, why are you pulling up YouTube? Is <laughs> Is this a channel dedicated to you just Stop. licking spice it? Stop it. Oh, wow. Megan, anyway, I had no idea. The spicy conversation. <laughs> You're taking your clothes. Stop. Whoa, that Stop is. Stop it. None of this is <laughs> happening. I do not have a YouTube video, and I do not take my clothes off, and I do not do spicy things on YouTube. Megan, sit down. Like Stop. <laughs> you don't have to be doing this. Like, hey. I get it. Aubrey. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So tell me what you thought about this meal or should I go first? Uh, No, I want to hear from you. Like what is your experience? What, uh, yeah. What'd you, what'd you think? So coming home to a meal. I loved that. Such a good housewife. You know me. So I got home or I knew that this meal was going to be waiting for me. Did I? I think, I think I knew. You did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I got home to this meal and was super excited about it. I love bulgogi. I love Korean food in general. You are a big Korean food fan. Yeah. We have this little Korean restaurant called Miga Asian Cuisine in Concrete. Uh Uh, And that's near um, our regular home. Yeah. And I go there. Uh, and anytime I have a friend come into town, we go there because Aubrey doesn't really want to eat there with me. Um, I you don't uh, love it. I enjoy it. It's just like, I, uh, I don't want to pay that much for it. Like I, I love don't, it. and yeah, it's not exorbitantly expensive. Yeah. It's just like, you would it's rather like have Thai I, food. If yeah, you're going to spend $13 go on an entree like, or whatever. Yeah, I would just yeah. rather have some pad thai or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I understand it. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a great restaurant, and they like if you haven't been to uh, Korean restaurants before, a lot they'll uh, bring out like different types of sauerkraut type, like yeah, fermented like uh, fermented foods ahead of time and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really good. I I think that that's my favorite part of the whole meal. Interesting. Yeah. I love those little sardines that they bring out that are like teriyaki sardines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love those. So weird. Yeah. They're like actually little fish. Like you can actually see it. They're so good. Crunch. 
Yeah. So I love Korean food. Um, so I was really excited about this and I knew that it had the romaine in there and that it was this whole like salad thing. Um, so yeah, I was excited about this meal and when I got home and you were like, I didn't, I did this wrong and I didn't do this. And there was this other thing. I was sort of like, Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Just a shit show. I got like, (laughs) daikon in my ear yeah there's just like uh, cabbage in the living room just the, no the cat's it, like rolling a cucumber around like, i i had actually put the romaine away and i had put it right on the top of one of the drawers in the refrigerator i, like, I it was looked in there clearly and i was like how obviously. the hell did i miss this yeah it was like, like very obvious but once again like if you didn't take your add meds then what do you do yeah. So I didn't mind it. And I was just, you know, that was like a little bit of an eye roller for me. But otherwise, like the meal, you love I did not miss. I love you. <laughs> I did not miss the romaine at all. I thought that it was so good without it. The yeah. slaw was amazing. Uh, the di- Like I said, the daikon radishes, the slices were just, they were crispy and crunchy and very good. Mm-hmm. The sauce that was on it was amazing. Um, if there was any impact from the kiwi going in with the wrong sauce, like I wouldn't have noticed it. And it was so good. Yeah. I, this was an excellent combination of flavors and the sambal mayo, you know, as we talked about it with the cabbage steaks, um, was very good. Uh, I, I, yeah, I could eat this meal many more times. Me too. I, and, I hope that we order it again someday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is one that I would buy the ingredients for. Yeah. And m- actually make it. You know, we do that a couple, you know, we've done that a couple times with a few recipes. Yeah, especially the uh, um, bon, or, uh, bibimbap. Right, right, bibimbap. Yeah, yeah, we eat bibimbap a lot now, bibimbap now that great. we've made it from a meal kit. Yeah. Well, do you want to give, like, are we ready for ratings? I, or unless you want to talk about your final notes. No, not really. I think I'm ready to rate it. Yeah, go for it. How about you? Yeah, and I'll give my final notes and my burner rating. Sounds good. So I am going to give this meal. So there's caveats here, right? Because, you know, you have admittedly. Cabbage shots. Cap, right. You admittedly, like, the recipe wasn't exactly as it was on the recipe card. So, like, you know, we, and, you know, to our listeners, we do our best to make sure that we're following the recipe card using the ingredients that were sent. Um, You know, and at the very beginning of our uh, recording, we were strict about this. And over the weeks that we've been doing this, we have found... That there's no reason to ruin a meal with an ingredient that they send that's no good. And so if they send a cucumber that is rotten, which has happened recently, actually. Yeah, we're not going to put a rotten cucumber in the dish. Or forego it. So in that situation, we will go out and purchase a cucumber and use our own cucumber. Um, And so even if they sent an English cucumber and it wasn't good and we go out and buy a more you know, uh, whatever those other kinds of cucumbers are, uh, you know, then that's what uh, we use. American. Sure. Uh, 
what are the other I don't know what's the opposite called? of English I don't know uh, it's probably called uh, buttermilk cucumber sure <laughs> but you know so like know. that's happened and like um, you know, for a meal recently, we had mushy tomatoes and they were the only tomatoes in the house and they weren't rotten. And so we went ahead and used them. Right. But if we had had another tomato in the house, we would have used it. Like we're not mm-hmm. going to sacrifice the entire meal just to. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so that's kind of our like integrity to the recipe. We do our very utmost to stick with the ingredients that they send and we try to follow the recipe exactly. Well, do you remember what happened when we first opened up the box? Because the first meal that we were going to make was this Korean bulgogi. Uh, And then we ended up not making it because we didn't have the cucumber. cucumber was bad. It was rotten. So we, so we ended up making, uh, the cabbage steaks before right. we realized, oh, there's a cucumber in the third, in third dish meal and that then we, we could have robbed for right. the bulgogi. And then we could get a cucumber and then make the third meal right. with the replacement cucumber. Um, have we had that third s- meal yet? Yes, we oh, have. Oh, it's that one. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, Secrets. So we have had some um, unfortunate turns for uh getting less than quality uh ingredients from sunbasket yeah you're right i guess sunbasket we did there were some issues with the ingredients yeah yeah so this cucumber thing is a sunbasket right thing hmm. um interesting so sunbasket as a company uh, and we haven't really talked about it and we'll get into co- company history on the next episode uh, that we cover Sunbasket, but, um, you know, we've really enjoyed the variety in the recipes though. Like that was one of the first things when we opened the box is you were looking at the recipe cards and you were saying like, these are not just your like bread yeah. and butter. These are not the cookie cutter. Yeah. Uh, ha- sorry. Hello fresh. Going to throw you under the bus. Yeah. Hello fresh style. Yeah. Um, but as I, as I'm thinking about it, like, is it, that it's that different or have they just replaced the rice with cabbage? Yeah. I mean, we would, I think we would have to order sun basket like three or four more times. Right. And that's another thing listeners is that we don't do company reviews until we have ordered from that company a minimum of three times. Um, And that's why you haven't heard company reviews on our podcast yet. So you've only heard meal reviews. We will get to company reviews as well. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. as we work our way through these companies yeah uh so what's your uh burner rating oh right i didn't do that so my burner rating for this meal with the caveats of the recipe thing um and the you know the cab or the cucumber that was not good and then replaced and that whole backstory um gosh for the meal that we ate, four burners. Four burners. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great I, score. Like you said, I think the meat could have been in contrast with just a little more spice, a little more kick. Uh-huh. But I really, really enjoyed this meal very Me much. Too. 
Yeah. So that that's your what 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 would you do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is correct kicking up the meat. That's right, kicking that spice up a tiny bit. Yeah, making it fire meat. Mm-hmm. Um. So my final thoughts. Well, I've kind of already covered all this. Like, I just really like that it set itself apart from the monotony of the uh, HelloFresh style chicken rice uh, veggie combo. Right. And um, the bulgogi is just like, it feels super light, you know, Mm -hmm. and it makes it. The salad style. Yeah, it makes Mm -hmm. it just a less guilty um, experience. Like, Like you're not indulging to a unhealthy like i don't know yeah um boy i'm saying i'm a lot okay is that (laughs) i didn't notice oh good yeah well um yes and (laughs) uh the uh see uh um (laughs) crispy texture uh with the spices packed flavor mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. that it was crispy satisfying. cold daikon yes with, with the warm kimchi heat yeah uh it was it's just really good that's right did this have that kimchi spice blend it did yeah that was good kimchi yep. chili flakes optional definitely sprinkled those yeah on those there. were good and i think maybe if you would have sprinkled more of that on it would have given you the kick. Over the top? Do you just sprinkle them on once it, you're done it, making up your meal? Well, it can go on the meat or like, hmm. I think it's supposed to go like on the meat, like as a final step. Sure. And that might have kicked it up to five for you. Yeah. Garnish with the green parts of the scallions and as much kimchi ca- chili as you like and serve. So yeah, it goes on top. Did you put any on? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. Yeah. I think I just would have maybe preferred it in the meat. Right. Well, you mm-hmm. could just sprinkle it on the meat. Yeah. <laughs> How long before we just like implode our relationship <laughs> by doing this podcast and starting a company together? <laughs> Are we just going to get so tired of each other? Are we? I don't think so. I don't know. I Are you getting not. tired of me? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm not. Uh-huh. Megan. Uh-huh. Don't read into that. Uh, so for these reasons, and, you know, considering that I <laughs> just mangled the prep, I give a hesitant, if qualified, five stars. Really? Five stars. Two really? in a row. Some basket. Just... Killing it for me. Killing it. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. You are really enjoying Sunbasket. This is probably one of my favorite like boxes that we've gotten so far. Interesting. Um, I, I'm excited to see if Sunbasket meals are able to like retain my attention. Sure. And through multiple boxes. Yeah. yeah. And having the uh, having that as like a departure from the humdrum Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. 
maybe the sunball mayo is going to get as boring as like apricot compote in right. hello fresh sure and it just matters what service you go with you're just gonna get that yeah uh, that uh, uh taste fatigue or whatever yeah i mean this the sambal mayo th- that's one of the complaints that i have when companies send a and i get why they do it of course but but when companies send a sort of like proprietary uh flavor ingredient Mm -hmm. it's like well we can't recreate that so you're making us use your service which is exactly why they do it because they want you to like grab you with that flavor that like you you can't get on your own Um, and i'm sure that we could that's the thing like who out there is gonna be like this meal is so good i am going to order this instead of make it myself Maybe a lot of people. I think that that's why we're not the prime. I don't think that you and I, as people in the world, fall into the customer base. Because we're too prepared to, like, make it ourselves. Maybe. Or Or because we're comfortable or we have Uh, the time or whatever. I don't know. I don't think that you and I. The kitchen resources in terms of, like. Yeah, maybe. uh, The time resources. Sure. I don't think that we're the the target audience for these companies. Sure. Maybe uh, we are. Maybe Listeners, let us know. Hit just us up on juicingbananas at gmail.com. Just podcasters are like their primary target audience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just people. For sure. Anybody who podcasts. It's just a meal kit delivery big services advertising racket. Because they know we're like too busy to go yeah. to the grocery store. All right. So final, okay. final we got four, four burner, five burner. Mm-hmm. It's a nine burner meal. It was good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so before we close out, yeah, I do have a segment. Okay. I'm ready for it. A new segment. It's a, it's a game. Okay. You want to play it? I'm yes. <laughs> good. Because if you said no, <laughs> that's so, it. Nope. <laughs> Special thanks to our Patreon subscribers. Oh, uh, <laughs> Um, oh man, can you talk for one second? I can talk for many seconds while Aubrey goes to figure out which game we're going to play out of her, uh, archives of games, uh, that she has stacked up on the internet as she searches through the databases. Are you back? Thank you. I'm back. <laughs> You're back. <bad. laughs> that was a, that was some great. I can talk. Improv. I can talk. Babble. Yes. Uh, I am up to this challenge. So this game is called Farm Name or Gay Bar. Okay. Enter music. Like listeners send us some uh, made up music for Farm Name or Gay Bar. Okay. Um, So the point of this game is I'm going to read off a list of names and you have to say whether it's a farm what or a are these bar. real names in the yes. world i've looked these up <gasps> so let's let's give you an example uh the sandbox uh. is the sandbox the sandbox farm or the Sandbox Gay Bar. 
Oh gosh, I hope the sandbox isn't a gay bar. Why? I think it's a gay bar. <laughs> Why do you hope it's not? Because sand and like anything uh, is like not right. Right? Yeah. Like, sand it's not in like your bathing yeah, suit region. Exactly. Like you don't. <laughs> what am I five? You don't want your no-no zone. You don't want. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what's that what's that thing that um my friend uh janelle sings uh circle circle dot no, dot no. now you got my cootie shot no no she goes no no don't touch me there this is my no no square <laughs> it's so i think that's awesome. what it is i know <laughs> what is I can't that remember. From like, we should have her on and have her tell us that story is that something that like you I think she learned it at school, like in a prep rally. Like in a, is like, that, girls is that like defending girl themselves. I'm pretty specific? sure. I think so. Yeah, because as, like, well, being an indoctrinated male, like, growing sure. up, like... Yeah, I you weren't taught to, like, protect yourself classes. from rape. Yeah. 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 And... Us girls were. Oh, that's constantly. Such a constantly. cute little anti-rape no, no, jingle don't touch me there this is my no-no square yeah love yeah. it and the no-no square goes from like the collarbone level uh sternum so the hands are there and then they go out to the shoulders down to the hips and across yeah it really this should just be no-no like square. around your person because no one should be touching you non-consensually, right, like, but like from over the head down to the feet, <laughs> yeah, across like behind you, yes, and then behind, back like, up. This is my no-no cube. This like, is my no-no don't cube. Don't go touch me anywhere. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sorry, Megan. <gasps> the sandbox is a farm. Wow. Okay. Sandbox farm. I'm so excited. I'm ready for the next one. Okay. Uh, Wait, what is the sandbox farm? What do they do? Do they grow? Do you know what they grow? So I kind of messed up because as I was writing down the farm names that I found, um, like by looking them up on Google, I... The Oracle. I didn't copy down like their info, but I copied down the gay bars info. That's okay. People can Google them. them. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Um... Wait, we're a food podcast and you copied down the gay bar info, but not the farm info? Yeah, because right? I'm, I'm a big time. We know where your priorities lay. Okay, I'm ready. Um, okay. Word, or word, name. Name number two. Okay. Moby Dicks. I'm going to go with gay bar. <laughs> Bulgogi. Yeah. Yeah. That's the winning. The Way winning. to go. Yay. Okay. Black bear. Oh, that could go either way. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that was a good one. Gay bar. Oh, man. The black bear is a farm. I mean, but it's probably black also a farms. gay bar somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I sure I as hope hell hope is. so. Uh, okay. Beaver Falls. <gasps> Farm. Bulgogi. Yeah! yeah okay, I'm two go. for two right now. Uh, no, you're two for three. 
No, well, I got two right so far and two wrong. Oh, right. You're two for four. I'm two, two to two. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which I'm keeping track on my hands, and now I have like double <laughs> hand pistols. Because uh, you fit in into the gay bars. Because <laughs> I have little finger guns. Little finger guns. Oh, my my beautiful lesbian. Um, okay. Good friends. That's what it's called? Well, like, the only way to really do this is, like, to imagine it's, like, good friends farms or good friends... Gay bar. Bar or good friends lounge or, you know. Right. So you kind of have to use your imagination a little bit. Farm. Good friends. Really? It's a gay bar in New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans? New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Is that really, uh, are you supposed to pronounce it? Well, I know Different that. New I Orleans. Think, yeah, right. I think that that's, like the, that's the New gay, Orleans. That's the Yankee pronunciation for washington new orleans um okay cc slaughters cc how is it spelled uh letter c letter c s l a u g h t e r s cc slaughters oh i don't want that to be either <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go with farm. Uh, really? It is Are a gay you bar serious? In Portland, Oregon. Portland. 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 <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm getting them wrong. Oh man, this is a fun game. This is a fun game. Okay, let's go with Redmond Petting. Redmond Petting Farm. Redmond Petting. Bar. Petting. Farm. I'm, I gotta guess farm. I have to. Bulgogi. Yeah! Yeah! Okay, you got three right, four, four wrong. wrong. We got just a couple left. Okay. Can you, can you pull it out? The pressure's really up now. Okay, I'm ready. <sighs> Hamburger Mary's. Ooh. Gay bar. Bulgogi. Yeah. 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 That is okay. a dirty name. And this is the tiebreaker. <laughs> Hamburger Mary is a is this the gay last bar one? in Chicago. Is this the last one? Um. Yes, it is. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Hamburger Mary's. <laughs> right. <Ooh. laughs> Moonstruck. I mean, that's got to be both, too, but... Moonstruck Farms. Bulgogi. Oh, Yay! my goodness. I pulled it out at the end. Megan Ortega, you have won Farm Name or Gay Bar. I love this burr, game. Burr, burr. Are we going to repeat this on future episodes? Uh, Maybe just once in a while. You know, the it's world fun. is our oyster. It is. Meg. Truly, it is. Uh, And, yeah, I had a lot of fun researching that too yeah i bet so, that does sound fun learn about the great idea Aubrey. gay lesbian bars around the united states and the great farms that provide fresh food to our tables
love love a good CC's hamburger. That's right. <laughs> CC hamburgers. Um so as we close out this episode, uh mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely want to thank you f- all for your support. Um, if you want to be featured or, uh, to do a shout out to someone else, please go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash JB pod. Interact with us on Instagram at juicing bananas. Uh, send us an email. Let us know what's going on or send us some cool, uh, intro music or like segment music. Uh, that's juicing bananas at gmail.com. And our website where you can find all the links and photos and resources we used in this episode, jbpod.com. Gotta split. Bye. Bulgogi.